We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to the Uncontested Postgame Podcast. The Thunder drop another disappointing game, 115-103. to 103. Uh, This is probably the easiest game we had left on the season, and we just couldn't capitalize. Uh, it brings us to 43-31 and 31 on the season. You know, not too long ago, it seemed like we'd for sure win 50 games and have one of our best records in the Thunder's short history, but as of now... That does not seem likely at all. Uh, It doesn't look like we're going to be able to win 50 games unless we go on some sort of crazy run. Um, The Grizzlies are not a good team this season. And on top of that, they're not even playing their best players. You know, the the Grizzlies are very, very injured right now. Dylan Brooks, um, you know, he had a a season-ending injury earlier in the year. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. is not playing right now due to injury. Kyle Anderson has been out for a while. C.J. Miles is out for the season. Uh, There was no Avery Bradley tonight. No Joachim Noah tonight. And, of course, Mike Conley uh, was a late scratch. So, honestly, six or seven of their best players weren't even playing tonight. We were playing against, quite frankly, a a G League team. And we just couldn't capitalize. It should have been an easy win. Should have been a nice little two-game road stretch. you know, two-game win streak, but we couldn't capitalize. Uh, the Grizzlies started the game on a 9-0 run, shooting 7-for-7 seven seven from the field, actually, to start the game. And after the first quarter, we were down 31-23. to 23. Uh, It was another 30-point quarter, uh, in which we allowed, you know, 30 or more points, which is becoming all too common for this team. And in the assist department, the Grizzlies actually um, beat us in that category 10-2 in the first quarter. You know, they had great ball movement. You know, which is a big part of why they shot so well in the first quarter and, and got out on that quick run. Uh, in the second quarter, uh, the Thunder played a little bit better. 
Uh, we actually were up at one point, 34 to 33, sparked by an 11 to 2 run. And from there, you know, it was a game of short runs before halftime, ultimately resulting in the halftime score being 54 to 48 in favor of the Grizzlies. A uh, big part of the Thunder getting back in that game uh, was the Grizzlies getting very, very cold from the field. Uh, in fact, both teams shot very poorly in the first half. Uh, both teams shot below 37% from the field and 28% from three. Uh, halftime, the Grizzlies were winning that assist category and the rebound category, both by eight, respectively. And coming out in the second half, you know, you're hoping that the Thunder come out with some fire under their bellies and they can play a lot better than they did to start the first half, but unfortunately the Grizzlies come out once again with the 9-0 run to start the second half. And, you know, looking at it um, from this perspective, that's giving the Grizzlies an 18-point cushion, essentially. You're spotting them 18 points if you're allowing them to have 9-0 runs to come out of both quarters, or both halves, I'm sorry. Um, And actually, beyond that, they, they continue to have some success. The Thunder found themselves down... Uh, 18 points at one point in this game uh, with a score of 73-55. to 55. Uh, Shortly after that, the Thunder did go on a 12-0 run to bring it within six. And from there, you know, it was a little bit of back and forth. Ultimately, the Thunder were down 12 with a minute 55 left and couldn't get a stop to, to spark a late comeback. And they did end up losing by that exact same margin of 12 points. Um, you know, it, it was a weird scoring night. Dennis Schroeder, you know, had, had a very good a very good performance from the field offensively, 9 for 14, um, 5 for 6 from the line, 2 of 4 from 3 uh, for 25 points. Russ had 16, 5, and 7. Ferguson had 13 points. He was actually perfect, uh, 4 for 4 from the field, including 3 for 3 uh, from beyond the arc and 2 for 2 from the free throw line. Steven Adams was non-existent with two points and eight rebounds. Jeremy Grant, uh, you know, after having a really, really good three-game stretch prior to this game, uh, only had seven points, two rebounds. PG, he had 30 and 12, which if you just look at the box score, that, that looks like a good night, but it really wasn't. He was 10 for 29 from the field, five for 15 from three. He really struggled. And outside of Schroeder, our bench only had 10 points. Um, Morris had four, Nader had two, Burton had two, and Noel had two. Uh, For the Grizzlies, all five starters had at least 17 points. Uh, So their starting lineup really torched us uh, offensively. And, you know, overall our defense, it didn't look bad the entire night. You know, there there was times where the defense looked good. We rotated well. And everything looked okay, but overall, you know, we just didn't fight off screens as much as we should have. Uh, we didn't get back in transition quite a bit, and that killed us. Um, in three of the four quarters this game, we allowed 29 or more points, which is not a recipe for success. If you're going to allow 29 plus points in three or four quarters, uh, that just means you're not playing well defensively. Uh, but that being said, you know, it's not our defense that's been our problem since the All-Star break, you know, over this losing stretch. It's really been our offense. Um, our offensive rating on the season is 16th in the NBA, and since the All-Star break, it's 29th. Uh, there's only one team worse than us right now in offensive rating since the All-Star break. You know, we're just not clicking, and that's scary because, you know, usually with the Thunder, it's one or the other. 
Either we play well defensively, but we can't get our shots going, or we are great from the field offensively and put up 120 points, but our defense sucks and we allow 125 and we lose. Um, But, you know, right now, defense doesn't look that great. Offense certainly looks terrible. So I'm not sure what we need to do. I don't know if we need to try different lineups um, or if it's just, you know, one of those stretches where we're shooting bad. It certainly seems like that stretch in January where we were one of the best three-point shooting teams in the league and our offensive is clicking. That looks like more of a fluke than this stretch looks. Uh, so I really think it's just our, our offense is starting to catch up with us. And just like at the beginning of the year, uh, we're not a great three-point shooting team. And we're not a great shooting team in general. Um, overall, though, team stats, we were out-rebounded 57-41. to 41. Uh, the assist department, um, the Grizzlies had 31 assists to R17. Um, the turnover battle, you know, wasn't really a factor. Uh, 10 to 11 uh, from the field, the Grizzlies shot 45% to R40%, and from three, they shot 33%, and we actually shot 33% as well. So, you know, we both, neither of us shot very well from the three-point line. Uh, free throw percentage is actually pretty close as well, 77% to 75%. Um, so really just came down to, you know, that, that there's nine Oh runs to start the halves, you know, if, you know, if, if, even if we could have limited those, those halves to, you know, maybe being down four or five to start the first half and four or five to start the second half, this game is completely different. But if you're going to give them an 18 point cushion and ultimately lose by 12, uh, really just does come to that. Um, it's just one of those games you lose to a team you should have beat. You don't want to harp on it too much. You gotta keep your chin up and try to win some of these last games. At this point, it looks like the three seed is out of reach, and we're basically at this point playing to not get that seven or eight spot and not have to play the the Warriors in the first round or even the Nuggets, who as of right now have swept us on the season. So at this point, um you just got to hope you're not playing one of those two teams in the first round and hope that you can potentially get home court advantage and if not, hope to be the uh, five or six seed so you get a matchup that's a little bit more favorable. Um, but we do have you know a couple more games on the stretch that are definitely winnable. You know, we obviously have a couple games as well that are going to be very, very tough. Um, but if we can get Paul George to start hitting some shots again, get him back in MVP mode and have Russ click at the same time, and start figuring out our defense. Um, you know, we'll be okay. Uh, playoffs, you know, here in a couple weeks, so we don't have a whole lot of time to turn it around. But two weeks certainly is enough time. You know how it is in the NBA. One week, uh, team looks like they're on top of the world, and the next week they're falling apart, and vice versa. So we could definitely turn this thing around. Uh, still got a little bit of time. You know, our, our schedule is not going to be easy, uh, but it certainly is possible. Uh, So we'll look to do that, and we do have a special podcast coming up this Saturday with a guest that we will announce uh, here in the next couple days, so be on the lookout for that. And until then, uh, Thunder Up!
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.